Well, welcome to Conversations with Jeff Bucknam. Uh, Jeff Bucknam is the lead teaching pastor of Harvest Bible Chapel. I'm your host, Tommy Kreitz, and we are excited to jump into a conversation today because everyone has a story. And before that conversation, though, there's a little holiday coming up, Jeff, a big one. A, a little big one? Maybe our favorite. I think that we've discussed oh, this, actually. Doubt. Yeah, Christmas is the top. It's the top, yeah. the top of the holiday list. Yeah. And uh, I think that many people in this season possibly um, have felt the busyness and the craziness of Christmas, and there's a lot to do. And it's in between holidays. There's a lot of complex things, right? And for families, maybe some travel involved, maybe a lot of other things. And I would love to know, like, what do you do with your family to start to get their hearts ready for Ooh. a holiday like Christmas because it's significant with my, with in our faith fa- with my family. Yeah. You know, or a lot personally it, or a lot of my son uh, plays Christmas music incessantly <laughs> in our house and everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, can you please expose uh, well, what those are and who got, is this Micah or Micah? Okay. He's my second son and he, he is, he's Micah Griswold. He's like a, he's, he is, well and truly into the Christmas season. Yes. It has all sorts of little rules for it. Perfect. Um, but he plays that Christmas music yeah. in the car. He'll play the Christmas music in the in our house. So it tends to make it... Is it a variety or yeah, does it fe- sit... Um, no, very festive. So a little bit of Mariah Carey Christmas, maybe some Michael yeah. Buble. Yeah. Got some wham in there. Some wham. <laughs> so, Perfect. You know, he's, he's, uh, he's right into it. But that doesn't... I know that sounds non-spiritual, but yeah, you know, like this, you, you get your mind and heart in the season. I think yes. Um, so yeah, I I uh, I try to in in some moments, especially in the cold, uh, go for a walk and reflect upon the incarnation. Yeah, the you know the truth that God became man, which is a pretty big deal. Crazy. I actually think the incarnation is. Uh, a, a greater miracle than the resurrection. Wow. But that's, that's just me. I think they're both, mir- obviously both miracles. But yes. The, the, the one that still stretches my mind. I can understand somebody, you know, rising again. It yeah. doesn't stretch my mind massively. Still amazing. But the, the incarnation, the idea that an infinite transcendent God would become a finite human baby. Yeah. An imminent, like, like, there's a great line that Philip Yancey had years ago. He said, a mule could have stepped on him. Mm. And I keep, <laughs> thought about that several times. <laughs> like, well, yeah, God, he, a mule could have stepped on God. Yeah. Which is crazy. And of course, says enormous amounts about the character of God and what he's like. And Absolutely. Kind of I will tell you this. It, I, I find it difficult to preach during Christmas because it's the same. You have to preach the same basic idea every year. Every year. Uh, and then, so you, it's really difficult to kind of re- keep re- that fresh re- every year. It. Yeah. Which uh, some people are like, uh, don't, why are you trying to make this fresh? Just yes. What are your go-to? Say it's Christmas. Uh, but there I mean, was, I, we're going through obviously a, a Christmas series as a church. We are. But what are your go-to scriptures that you like to preach Luke from? Two. Luke 2. Yeah. Yeah. Luke 2. John 1. I like a lot. Some of the Isaiah texts are yeah, pretty, we're a bit in Isaiah. This, pretty yeah. pretty good. Uh, I've I've done some of, some out of Matthew, 
but um, mostly Luke. Yeah, he's the one who gets in the most detail sure. about it, and it's also a narrative, which is I think what. Yeah, what most people want to hear. Yeah. Also, the Charlie Brown Christmas passage yes. that's in that's in Luke. It's right there. Yeah. So that's this this year actually. That's going to be the text that we talk from. Luke two. Yeah, yeah. That's great. We have we have all sorts of cool things going on at Christmas too. Yeah. That I'm really excited about. Like you're going to be preaching. I am on yeah. Christmas at the Elgin campus. Yeah, Christmas Eve. Yes. Yeah, and I'll be at. Rolling Meadows? Yeah, one of those is going to be better than the other. <laughs> Elgin. <laughs> okay. But we're developing this sermon together. Yes, we it's are. We're working on it together. I'm excited for that. Yeah, but we got a, bu- a bunch of other really gifted communicators at all the other campuses. We're excited. JT, yeah, live JT is going to be out in the, at uh, the cathedral. and Yeah, great. It's going to be excellent. Bring your friends. What is your... Okay, here's some other fun things that we could talk about because Christmas. What are some of your favorite Christmas traditions that you do as a family that I do that we do as a family. Yeah. Do you have any? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, well we used to do a birthday, uh, a birthday party for Jesus on Christmas. That's Eve. awesome. Tell us more. Well, that was when our kids that. were, my, when my kids were little, we would do that. They, they love the birthday party yeah. and you get a cake can, candle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my wife would make a cake and we'd have a can, candle and we'd, and we'd go for it. I love that. You know, over the last number of years, we've, uh, the church I used to be at, we had six services on Christmas Eve. Wow. So I, I had to preach six times, and it was pretty funny. Like, <laughs> usually by time four, I didn't even, I was like, I don't even know what I'm talking what about. What am I anymore. saying it's right the now? Same thing. <laughs> and then by the time you get to the last one, the sixth one, I found myself, I used to do stupid stuff like uh, walk behind, we had a curtain that went behind the, behind the band. Yes. Right. I used to walk behind and squirt them with guns and squirt guns and, and all sorts of fun stuff just to keep it, keep, keep it going, keep it real. Yeah. It was the last one of the evening and the same band had played the whole time and I was trying my best to mess them up. That's amazing. I got the drummer to play some weird beat once because I was squirting him so bad in the back with the squirt gun. That's incredible. It is. So um, I'm going to do it here. Yeah, <laughs> just as, you so should, you know. as you should. I well, mean, we don't have six services, though. We only have two. I know, but I can get, I've, I've noticed that at, at the campuses, though, I am, very, I am very able to get behind yes, the stage you are. there and have a direct shot at the drummer. Yeah. Do you have an adequate No, I'm going to get a super sucker. <laughs> you know it. I Absolutely. Love it. There's certainly no yeah, electronics yeah. out there that could. Oh, when Zach, <laughs> Zach, big fluffy hair, Zach. Drummer, drummer, yeah, 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 yeah when yeah, he's yeah. in there someday, don't you worry. He's gonna, he's, he's gonna, gonna get super soaked. Yeah, Zach. Yeah, watch out, watch your back, literally. Uh, Zach, did you do the? Um, did you do the? Um, presents from Jesus, or no? You didn't. That's another thing that did, my family does. My mother used to put uh, presents were gifts from all sorts of people in the world who. Who you didn't like? You didn't know. She'd huh. she'd say stuff from like when I was I grew up in the eighties. So Ronald Reagan. Oh yeah, I would get gifts from Ronald Reagan every year. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. What did he give you? Uh, I so for my kids, I I always the gifts that I give to them, I say they're from like Doctor Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> oh yeah, which is and uh, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, That's they so usually funny. try to link it so it had something to do. My I was into tennis when I was a kid, so my she my mom would always give me something from Patrick or from John McEnroe. Or, okay. Something like that. Wow. Yeah. That's a big deal. So I highly recommend this practice. Yes. Just because it's it's kind of fun. It's yeah. boring after a while when this one's from mom and dad or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, just say it's from... We didn't do gifts from Santa in our house. We did gifts from, from Jesus. 
and uh, we also couldn't like we had to sing Christmas songs at the foot of our stairs before we could run up and get gifts, mostly because we got up really early. I think I'm going to tell my sa- my favorite Santa story this weekend. Okay. You just said gonna, that yeah. the introduction of my sermon now is going to be my favorite Santa story. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Not here. All right. You got to listen this weekend. For yeah. this. No, I'm not telling you now. Yeah. But it not is, telling it now. It's, it's an arguable history. Okay. About St. Nicholas. Santa. Okay. Perfect. But it's... There are there are those who say no, this legitimately happened. Wow! So I'm very excited now to yeah, share with you. I, I will read wait. you a, an article <laughs> that was written by a really great guy. Who, okay, who basically said it. Tune in. It's happening. Make Don't sure be late. You You're it. late. Yeah. You're not going to catch the it's great the first Santa thing. story. Yeah, you, I'm not even sure it has anything to do with the rest of the passage. But you watch. I'll make it. I'll make it work. <laughs> it's Christmas. Speaking. Speaking of Christmas. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well. Excited for Christmas, and um, we're hoping that you have a great Christmas season. Yeah. And, um, yeah, hope that uh, the busyness of Christmas doesn't seep its way too far in, and you can focus your attention exactly where it needs to be. It's which kind of is fun, though, that it's busy, isn't it? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, busy is a little bit better than just sitting around all the time. Yes. Better than lazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and so we have a conversation today, and uh, we're really excited about this. And I'm excited to hear it. And I'm sure you're excited to talk with this person who is Philip Matthew, who is director of all things technology at our church. And so I'm pumped to hear his story because everyone has a story. And uh, we're going to get into it right now. Let's go. Philip Daniel, here you sit across from me to have a conversation. I'm really excited that you're here today. How are you? I'm doing good. All right. First things first. Uh, your wife's a real estate agent? She is. Is she a good real estate agent? She's the best. She sold my house to me. Yes. Yes. She she is delightful. I enjoyed She was actually one of the first people who I had met from Harvest. And so my entire view of the church was largely dictated by my impressions of her. Great. She's yeah. straightforward. She is straightforward. <laughs> I really liked it a lot. She'd go in houses and she'd say, you don't want this house. Right. <laughs> and she kept insisting that we live in a particular area. And I was like, why is she doing this all the time? And now we live in that particular area. So she's always right. Is that the way it works in your home? Yes, for sure. How many kids do you have? Two boys. What's the, what are their names? Luke and Ethan. And the age? 17 and 15. Luke is 17? Yep. He's a, is he in high school? He's in high school. He's a senior. Okay. What yeah. does he do? Does he have like a special thing that he likes to do in high school? Is uh, he, he an athlete? He's a cross country and a sprinter. Are you a runner? I'm not. No. Is Wincy a runner? She did quite a few marathons. She did the full marathon and the half marathon and... The Chicago ones? Chicago ones, yep. Wow. Yep. Did you go and like when they did the marathon, did you go yeah, and... Yeah, we supported her, cheered her on. How do you support somebody in a marathon? I just watch her run by. Just just at one yeah. location? Yeah. And then you spend the next few hours at what? No, then we go home. Really? You <laughs> drove to a one location and said, good job. Good job, Wincy. Good job. Yep. 
<laughs> that was it? Yeah. Then we picked her up at the end. Where, how far in was she when she, when you saw her? Uh, probably, uh, probably around the 10 mile. Okay. Mark. So she was yeah. feeling pretty good. Yeah. She was still, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, was at the New York city marathon once and I had a friend and we went to two locations. We figured it out. We could go to one location at like mile 10 and one location at like mile 23. Big difference between the, yeah. the guy, Alan, my friend at mile 10 and 23 yeah. mile 10, he big, all smiles 23. He, he honestly looked, you've seen the movie walking show walking dead. Yeah. Yeah. He looked like that. Why did I do this? Yeah. Which of course is a question for everyone. Why would anybody run that long? She, she did one full marathon. She's like, I'm never doing this again. And then she did a half marathon. Then she did the half marathon. Did she get to the end of the half marathon and say, I'm never doing this again. Okay. That's more her speed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Philip, you're from uh, where? Chicago? Uh, Yeah. I was um, born in Kuwait. I'm from India. I came here when I was three, but Chicago. You're, you're Indian yep. and Kuwaiti. Well, you're not really Kuwaiti unless your parents are from Kuwait. So you, you can't so say you're not, you're not you a can't citizen say, of Kuwait. No, you can't even be a citizen of Kuwait unless it's like generations. Okay. Yeah. But you're Indian. You're, you're, your parents lived f- in India. Yep. They're oh. from India. Okay. But then in Kuwait, how old were you when you moved to, to uh, the States? Three. Chicago. Right. So this is basically, yeah. you don't remember Kuwait. I don't. Not at all. Okay. Have you ever been back? Not to Kuwait, no. Do you want to go back? Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't even know what to do there. <laughs> I don't even know what's in Kuwait cities in Kuwait. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. Middle East. It's a rich country, but. I think so. Yeah, a lot yeah, of oil. A lot of oil. So you grew up in Chicago. What part of Chicago? Um, it's Chicago proper, so I was like, I don't know, familiar with the area, but it's like. I'm not. Lawrence Pulaski. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yep. Ooh, that's a, that's a train stop. Yep. It is. Pulaski. Yep. Okay. I was looking at the met, uh, the train line yeah. yesterday, and I was trying to figure out if I went in there. Pulaski just sounded very, <laughs> yeah, European or Polish or something. Anyway, so you are, uh, you, you grew up in, a, is it, was your family Christian or? Yeah, my family is uh, all Christian, and um, like I have two brothers and a sister, and there are a lot of. Uh, what, what are you number? What number? I'm are the you? last. I'm the oh. accident. Little buddy. Yeah. You're the accident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My sister's 10 years older than me and my brothers are like. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that you're the next oldest sister or is that the oldest? My sister is the oldest. And she's 10 years older. 10 years old. And then? Then my brother is eight years older and then my other is seven. Oh, you, you were a surprise, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, private predominantly all Christians. And then my brother and sister after, right after college, they moved to India to become missionaries. And then I was kind of left behind with my parents. Okay. So just you and your, well, it would have been because you're that seven years younger. Yeah. The next oldest. So you kind of, that would have been a significant, like I grew up or you, you grew up kind of as an only child, but not, I mean, yeah, not, but kind of. Yeah. I mean, my friends became my brothers and sisters. All right. Yeah. Did you go to church when you were a kid? Um, with my parents, yeah, Indian church. Um, what's different from it between, okay, tell me, what's different in an Indian church than in a white North American kind of church? Um, well, you have the religion, and then you have kind of the ethnicity part of it. Okay. So it's kind of like, um, I, I feel like we have more community in an Indian church for yeah. sure. And then, like What kinds of things would you do? Um we after 
service. We all have food. We eat together. We congregate. We, every, know, every week? Every week. Yeah, somebody brings food. Just one person or is it like a potluck? It's kind of like a potluck. A few of the women kind of bring food and sometimes the men cook. And then we, it's like a family thing because like all my cousins were there. So we primarily, I just went there to hang out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fantastic. I'm just in my mind trying to picture. You have to understand I love Indian food. So I'm thinking to myself, I would really want to go to this church, right? They still do it. Throw a little butter chicken at me. I'm in. Yes. What's the best Indian food? Um, South Indian food, which is where I'm from, obviously, okay. but, um, it's a little, obviously has more meat, chicken, beef and all that other stuff. So. What's the best, if I were going to go with you to an Indian restaurant, which you should have invited me to already, yeah. where, where would we go? Number one. And what would I, what would you recommend I eat? Um, there's a new place in Mount Prospect. It's Indian. I forgot the name of it, but. It's, it is Southern Indian food, and they have uh, biryani, which is a rice dish with chicken mixed in, mm. and it's already seasoned and everything. You can almost eat it by itself. And then, But my favorite is like the traditional rice, a fish curry, a beef curry. Oh, yeah. And then there's... You like a little spice, too, I, though. I love spice. You like a little, I love bit spice. Of, a little bit of hot curry. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I enjoy a good curry. The problem is uh, my stomach does not yeah. always enjoy a good curry. But uh, it's something that I've noticed that people in the U.S. don't talk about as much in com- as in Commonwealth. You know, like England, New Zealand, if having a curry is sort of a, that's what you do. Right. Yeah. Right. Have a curry for the evening. Anyway, uh, do you cook? I do. I love cooking. I like, I have a, two smokers, so I smoke uh, brisket and meats. And I How like long cooking. would you smoke some brisket? Um, between 12 to 18 hours, depending on the size. And then uh, pork shoulder will be about 8 to 12. So when you do the pork shoulder, that's for pulled pork? Yeah, I, I actually make it with um, pork tacos with it. I pull it, make tacos, and make a sauce. It's like an ahi sauce. It's a green cilantro-based sauce. How'd you get in cooking? Um, I think my mom, you know, she always invited me to help her. So I always cooked with her or helped her out and got her things. And my dad actually always helped like cut everything, cut the onions, cut the garlic, cut the, you know, ginger, everything. So it was kind of like brought up that way into yeah. helping. So I help my wife when she cooks as much as I can. And then we kind of do everything together. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Why well, I've eaten your chili. Yes. Which is uh spicy, buddy. Yeah. It's a little bit hot for me. Well, I kind of dumbed it down, but. Yeah. I know. Well, yeah. you're going to have to dumb it down more for me. <laughs> but actually, Philip's food is pretty remarkable. <laughs> so, uh so, yeah, if he ever invites you over, which he won't because he didn't for me, uh, then you should go because I'm sure it's fantastic. You grew up in this Christian home, and you're going to, uh, you're going to church, and uh, every, every weekend you're, you're spending time eating after church. Did you really care for church, um, like for the church part? I, I didn't. I was more going there for my cousins and just hanging out in the basement all service and we goofed around a lot and the issue is they really spoke our language during service a lot and i don't understand as much as i should okay and so it's just like what are we doing here type of thing so we kind of sneak off and go to the basement and hang out do you out. speak do you speak i don't speak i could understand is it hindi no it's called malayalam so malayalam. yeah Okay. But no. you don't you can't speak any of it i can't speak any of it whatever you can too no say your best all. line no no, I can't. No. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Only English, so it's been difficult for you to go to 
church and hear that spoken yeah. the whole time because you're just probably not connecting right. the dot. Exactly. Yeah. So then you went and hung out with your, your friends. Did you care much about God and church? Was um, it kind of just part of the culture of your family? I I mean, I knew him, but I didn't know him. So it's like uh, I kind of started in high school hanging out with the wrong friends and doing the wrong things. And um, pretty much I was kind of, since I felt like I was the black sheet of the family because my brothers and sisters were so tight-knit that... Well, they were so close together yeah, in age. Yeah, so then my friends became my brothers. So then, you know, they became drugs and I smoked mm. a lot of marijuana. And it was just kind of that stage in my life where I'm choosing the wrong path, you know. Yeah. And throughout high school and then right after high school, um, I went to a technical school, which is for automotive. So I was a car mechanic for a few years. Ooh. Uh, and Were you involved in sports or anything in high school? Football. I did football That's for two right. years. You were football. Okay. Where'd you play? What position? It's Taft High School, and I was a tight end and a guard. There's no way you were a tight end. Yeah. How tall are you? Tell people how tall you are. 5'11". Okay, but that, no, you're not. Yeah. That's, you're stretching, man. <laughs> um, As you get older, you get shorter. Okay. So, uh, you were a tight end and a what? Guard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that well. I'm Indian, you know, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You did for two years? Yeah, yeah. All right. Was it a big school? Is Taft a big school? Taft is a pretty big school. Okay, so yeah. that would have been a serious, like, football. Illinois football is a pretty big deal. And yeah. so for you to be playing even on the team, did you yeah. start or were you kind No, of, I was a second string. Okay. And I did it only for freshman and sophomore. Okay. And then, then you were... Then I was hanging out with the wrong people. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. And you decided to go to this technical school for what reason? Um, so my mom kind of said, uh, you shouldn't go to college. You sh- you're good with your hands. And so my mom and dad like, all right, go to Lincoln Tech. And I became an automotive mechanic. I became a journeyman mechanic for Chevy. So explain what a journeyman mechanic is. So, so you have an apprenticeship and then you're kind of just doing oil changes and regular brakes. And serve, uh, when you go become a journeyman, you're doing the engine work. You're taking it out. You're doing the transmission work. You're doing all of the higher technical stuff of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So do you still fix your own cars now? I do, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. My, wife, my, my, my wife might disagree, but yeah, I do. <laughs> well, I've seen your cars. Yeah. And they look like they have electronic equipment in them. Yeah, so times have changed. So I probably couldn't do some of the stuff I used to be able to do. Okay. Yeah. Best car you've ever driven? Um, I would say the Volvo XC90, which is what I have now. Yeah. <laughs> what is the first car you had? I had, uh, the first car I actually had was a Ford uh, Focus. Oh. I'm sorry, Ford Escort, stick shift. Escort's a little bit better. Yeah. But it was the a Focus. Stick <laughs> yeah, my dad took me to the dealer and he's like, all right, here, you're going to have a stick because it was cheaper. Yeah. And I had no idea how to drive it. boy. Yeah. Do you know now? <laughs> I do know now. I do know. Yeah. A Ford Focus, did you, at, Escort. Uh, sorry, Escort, did you, uh, those, for those of you who don't know who are maybe younger, uh, and Ford Escort was like, a, it was like a competitor to the little Honda Civics back in those days. It's yeah. just a little hatchbacky guy. Yeah. And uh, usually pretty quick, though. I had a friend who had a Ford, uh, Ford Escort. And, and yeah, I, I actually put rims on it. I put did you? a speaker system. I was like a little... Were you, they call it in New Zealand, they call you a hoon. Yeah. I was, I was, so you'd hoon around. Yeah. <laughs> did you race people? Not with the Escort, but uh, I drove around. I mean, I was... I dropped the card low, and I was riding around like a low rider. How old were you? Probably 
17. Okay, you're 17 years old. Is there a is there kind of like a subculture around that kind of thing in Chicago? Oh yeah. Yeah, you Okay, where do you go? Fullerton. Fullerton. Yeah, you drive around Fullerton and, and you just wait for some dude to come up next to you and you what you meet meet eyes and that's yeah. like go time? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Did you win those like No, no, no. Not with that car. I, I wouldn't. I used to own a 87 Grand National that I did race. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Did yeah. your parents know you raced? No. So this is what you do like a Saturday night. This is this is Yeah, we used to Phillips life. Yeah. Smoking weed and driving for sure. Fast. Yeah. All right. Did you meet Win- Wincy at the the races? <laughs> no. Was she no. the girl in the front who does the little <laughs> go part? No, she I met her at my Indian church and oh. she used to she actually was a part of another Indian church but her mom pretty much said that you need twice the amount of Jesus. So she came to my, my Indian church. Right. Yeah. So then we met there and then we kicked it off. We went to some conferences and started dating. Okay. Yeah. Um, you, uh, you were involved in, um, uh, dude, my brain just went blank for a second there. Sorry. Uh, mostly cause I was about to tell jokes about a Wincy. But I'm not going to. <laughs> She's so delightful. Um, you do. I mean, obviously, you work at a church now. So yeah. at some point along the way, you decided to start following Christ. Yeah. So how did how did that happen? I mean, um, so you know, after I became a mechanic, I decided to go into IT, and then doing why um, heavy lifting, back, and I was always like brought up with computers. My brothers are programmers and stuff like that. So. I decided to go back into school and start doing IT work, and I got certified and all that. So then, once I did that, um, I um, in two thousand or ninety nine, I decided to go into a company called Ravel. This was going to lead up to a big thing. So, okay. um, and then that's where I did. Like I was an IT manager there, and then my friend said, "Hey, you were a mechanic." <clears throat> why don't you open up a gas station with me? So me and my friend and my cousin opened up a gas station. And prior to that, I, I bought a building. I started doing, I had a 13 unit, you know, apartment complex in the South side of Chicago. Wait, wait, wait. You, you bought, you owned one. I did. So me and how did you get into that? So, so me and my dad, uh, I was telling my dad, I want to buy a building. My friends are doing it. My, one of my best friends did it. So I wanted like to do an apartment. It. You didn't want it like, it was any building you wanted to have apartments or did you want to have commercial or? Yeah, it was just an apartment building with 13 units in it. And we, I said, I want to do it with my friend. My dad like, nope, you're not going to do it with any friend. Um, I'll do it. I'll help you with it. So I bought it with him and, and uh, I got that first. And I was kind of chasing money kind of th- mm-hmm. type of thing. And then. Was that lucrative? Um, it was un- until it wasn't. So it was just like. <laughs> um, you know, when things go bad, I learned to fix a lot of things. I, yeah. was, I was kind of the, you know, the building yeah, like manager. The yeah. yeah. And then when I started doing um, that, I was still working at Ravel. And then my friend came along and said, hey, you used to be a mechanic. Why don't you open up this gas station? Right. So the gas station had a three-car garage. So I ran that. And um, obviously, I had no experience in the business world and doing running a shop and gas station. So uh, that pretty much started downturning because the lot got sold and our rent increased doubled mm. and um, 
you don't get much money in gas, maybe a cent, if anything, as far as profits. Okay. So that was going down and we couldn't keep up. So I pulled money from like our partners had to pull money to keep up the business. So I pulled money from my building. Yeah. And then doing that, I started falling back on my mortgage payments. Okay. So then. So it's like a dominoes, financial dominoes here. Yeah. So then 2008 happened. So. um, For those who don't know. What happened in 2008? Oh, the crash, the bubble burst. Yeah, there was a recession, a great, the Great Recession, I guess is what they call it now. But yeah. Yeah, yeah so that made me uh, lose my building. I lost the gas station. I couldn't keep up. So when losing that gas station, that was my job. And so I lost pretty much my house. So then I ended up moving with my to my in-laws. And I mean, prior to that, in 2008, I got baptized. So... Wow. It was uh, me and my wife got baptized. It was just like, you know, hey, this is great. You know, I'm going to follow Jesus, you know. Yeah. And so then end of 2008 was when everything started crumbling down on me, you know. So it's just like, this is a test, you know. And I started ramping up my faith, praying more. Obviously, when things are going down, you're yeah. trying to look to something to help you, right? So yeah. I, you know, started going to church. I when I went to Harvest, I saw a actually a job opening to become a help desk person. So I'm like, hey, I did IT before, I'll do it. What so year was this? 2009. Okay. So 2009, that's when I got the job. And then I've been working here since. Always in the same role? Uh, in IT, yes. I, I started moving up and then things happened with... Your, uh, your job now is a, you're the chief information officer here, basically. Correct. I mean, you're, you, you run all this stuff. Yes. But you had a stint working with James, pretty James McDonald. I did, yeah. So we, um, I started traveling with him three years. In, uh, okay, like where where would you travel? Um, like anywhere you would he go was speaking. Speak. Yeah, he'd be yeah. speaking everywhere. Were you kind of the uh, his? I don't even know what you call it. Like I, when I travel, oftentimes I have like my one of my kids, or I have another friend who who'll come along and just be my friend. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was kind of the. Handled all the logistics of everything, yeah. the traveling, the driving, yeah. uh, talking to the production team, handling all the slides and stuff like that. Before it was a person that, it was actually multiple people that used to travel yeah. to help. And since I kind of have some technical background and a calmness and, yeah. you know, and I'm direct, I, you know, speak my opinion. So he... You're ideal. Yeah. He actually wanted me to travel with him for a long time. I bet. And I said no, because I already have a job. And <laughs> so... Then the one time he's like, you have to do it. So I did it. And then. Did you like it? First time you went? I did not because I was traveling. I, I wasn't. Were you away from your family? Yeah I'm, a, yeah. yeah. I'm not used to being away from my family. So it was kind of hard because sometimes it's a three day thing. Sometimes it's a week. I mean, sometimes it's a two day trip. Yeah. But. Um, well, he was traveling so much too, right? I mean, he was. He was speaking at a lot of places. Yeah. Yeah. So you were all over the place with him. Okay. Best place you went. Uh, I think the best experience was this trip in Alabama. It was a men's conference and um, just, I mean, going to these places and just seeing people's lives impacted is, you know, that's when I'm like, I love this. So what what happened in Alabama? Um, I mean, you see a lot of people come to Christ and they're, you know, when they, when you called to come up, I seen a lot of people come up and it was a, you know, it was was a solid message and obviously, and it just made it, it was kind of a turning point. Like I love doing this because yeah. 
you know, I'm it's kind of your first taste of yeah, ministry. I mean, ministry. I, I mean you're in the operations side. And right. Stuff, I'm yeah. not, I might not be able to speak to people, but I'm able to use my, whatever skills I can to help. Yeah. With the, that's why, you know, I like working for the church, try to, yeah. you know, use my gifts as much as I could. Yeah. But that's really cool to be able to see that kind of thing happen. Okay. Worst place that you've been. And I'm not asking about like the ministry worst. I mean like the place that you're like, uh, I don't know. Um, Come on. Place you wouldn't want to go back to. Come on. Come on. Stockton, California. There it is. No. Uh, Have you been to Stockton? <laughs> no, I haven't. Good. Don't yeah, go to Stockton. I can really think of. And for all of you f- there from Stockton who are listening, you know it's true. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I can't really think. I mean, every place was. Were you all over the country? I was. And outside the country? Yeah, I went to Cabo. I went to. Come on, that's pretty good. Israel. I went to. Um, yeah, there was a, quite a few. Yeah. Did you drive, like you'd go get the car and then you'd, I would. you'd drive I, I would everywhere. drive and... Is that a little bit <laughs> daunting at times? It is because I don't know my Northwest. I know, you're not... No, I have to use Waze yeah. everywhere I go. Yeah. And that was, you know, the inside joke with us because, like, you know... <laughs> yeah. How do you get home? I'm gonna I don't know, Waze. I'm going to use Waze. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What's the address? Yeah. That's good. You wouldn't have done very well before uh, before the the internet, yeah. uh, I guess, no, or I would before have, the I had to use cellular network. classic well that's fantastic and so uh you've been involved in ministry here for then 12 12 years i've been attending for about 15 yeah yeah what do you like about harvest bible chapel i like the worship and you know the preach for sure the preaching preaching, yeah i I don't like sugarcoating preaching i mean i checked out a couple churches and i'm like that's when i told my wife this is the church we're going to go to Mm. because of the preaching for sure you haven't left. No, I haven't left. Okay. Yeah. So that's a good Preaching's sign. still good. It's a good sign for me. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fantastic. And your kids, do they enjoy church too, or is it? They do. I mean, I, I, I need to get them involved more for sure. sure. Um, Which campus do you attend? Bowling Meadows. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What service? Are you in the Sunday morning or Saturday, Saturday night? I'm, I'm, I'm glad Saturday's back. Okay. Yeah. I don't see you very often there. No. Just I'm, so you I'm know. Like I'm there every week. Yeah. And I just haven't <laughs> seen you there in a while. Yeah. I'm usually in Is there in a reason out. for that? No. <laughs> yeah well i did i saw you there for a couple of times and then uh and then and then not so much yeah yeah and now we're coming a little later so i'm in more oh in the back i don't know how far back you back. can see that's always the typical answer oh no no i'm there i'm just in the hallway yeah no that's great i really enjoyed getting to know uh you guys and again your wife was such a uh, help to me that i cannot thank her enough uh for all that she did and it's been a joy working with you I do have, uh, okay, I'm going to ask you a series of questions now. These are all going to be uh, rapid fire. Great. Do you understand? Okay, lightning round. Okay. I do this with lots of different people. So uh, I've got to formulate a couple of them in my brain right now. And what's the worst fight you ever had with your brothers? Um, Was it physical? It wasn't physical. Um, really? You just talked to each other? Really, we don't, we haven't really fought. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Of course you have. No. Nope. Well, you're too little. They were too nice yeah. to you. So Did they fight with each other, the older probably, brothers? Yeah, they fought with each other. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Your favorite holiday? Uh, Christmas. For Why? Sure. Because it's, we have a tradition at our house, so we actually 
uh, go to my in-laws, my mother, mother-in-laws, and we cook breakfast together. We actually physically cook, make everything, and then we eat it together, and then we open gifts, and and then we just hang out. Okay, what's the best breakfast food? Uh, Indian breakfast food is... I don't know. <laughs> is there a special kind of Indian breakfast food? Well, it's uh, it's it's like a... It's called palapam. It's a, like almost like a tortilla. Sounds like... And you're eating it with like a cancer. chicken curry. Yeah. Sorry. For breakfast. Oh, no. Polyps is what... No, that's no. like a sickness. <laughs> yeah. Polypum? Yeah. Say it again. What 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 is it? What is it? It's kind of like a uh, tortilla that you eat with a curry. In the morning. In the morning, the best thing ever. A curry in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> oh my word. Yeah. That would make that would make for a long day. Yeah. For for, for some of us. All right. Uh, best Christmas gift you've ever gotten. Um, I would say my smoker. The answer is Jesus. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh. Your smoker? Yeah. What kind of smoker do you have? It's a Weber Smoky Mountain Bullet. A bullet? Yeah. Does that mean it's, it's shaped, shaped, it's like, shaped a, like a bullet? Like a bullet, yeah. like a t- uh, the bullet on the end, like not yeah. sideways, but yeah. up and down. Right. All right. Uh, what do you want for Christmas this year? Nothing. I have everything. I need. No. Yeah. What I, do you I, want for Christmas this I, year, I, Philip? I don't, I don't know. I don't need anything. World peace. Is that <laughs> what you want for Christmas? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't have any Do you wants. buy any gifts for Christmas for your kids? I do. Yeah. Okay. What's your, what are your kids getting this Christmas? Well, uh, the uh, the headphones by Beats. The oh, yeah. Over the year, one of them wants that. Oh, yeah. Then the other one wants a gaming keyboard. Ooh. Yeah. Which is not cheap. No, I imagine all the gaming stuff's not, not cheap. Yeah. Do they have a gaming chair? No. Really? You're not no. really into the no. gaming? All right. Yeah. Not enough. <laughs> Philip, you're amazing. By the way, if anyone needs anyone to fix anything from computers, Philip's your guy, but he works here, so deal with it. <laughs> Appreciate it. Anyway, uh, God bless you. Happy Christmas to you and, and the new year and to all the rest of you. I hope you had a great Christmas and hope that the new year is, treats you really well. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye.